Blog Talk Radio. Good morning, everyone, and welcome in to Loretta McNary Live. I'm so excited about our guest today, Mr. Terrell Taylor. You all are going to love him. He's a producer, a songwriter, a singer, and he does this worship music that, oh, my goodness, it's going to have to go onto my um, my iPhone and my all my things I listen to music on because that's going to be my new praise and worship music for this year. I just love it, love it, love it. But I wanted to make a couple of announcements. So many wonderful things have happened since I relaunched Loretta McNary Live, the radio show that airs every Tuesday. We're also going to start airing every Wednesday because the demand for to be guests and listeners were so amazing. I'm just really excited. So not only can you hear Loretta McNary Live, the radio show, every Tuesday at 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, you can also tune in to us every Wednesday at 11 a.m. And on September the 1st, 2012, I, yes, yours truly, will be the honorary ringmaster at the Universal Soul Circus here in Memphis, Tennessee. This is a world-class circus that tours about 19 other cities every year or more than that. But I know they're going to be in Memphis August 28th through September 2nd, and I have been invited. I'm so excited and scared at the same time to be the ringmaster on September 1st. I've also been nominated in the Best in Black Award here in Memphis, Tennessee. But you don't have to be in Memphis to vote. You can vote for um, all the nominated people um, all over the country, of course. And that website is bestinblackawards.com. And I'm up um, for best local media personality. <laughs> These awards are so amazing. I get honored and thrilled every time someone nominates me for anything, but my best part is um, the work the work that I do speak for me, right? So don't get caught up in that I'm nominated, but I get caught up in that, you know, the word is getting out about my servant heart and my leadership that um, – you know, it gives me in some hot places sometimes. So I'm very, very honored to God and thankful for those amazing opportunities. I think I did everything. Oh, yeah, my book, I will have a book signing uh, at the Booksellers of Laurelwood on September 27th at 6 p.m. So everybody come out. Uh, and those who can't come out, you can purchase the book at Amazon.com or on my website, LoretaMcNary.com. The name of my first book is called Faith for the Next Step. Yeah, you got to read this book because it's very inspirational, but it's also, um, I had to be very transparent in that book and very similar to Terrell um, Taylor's worship music and his writing ability. He's very transparent. So I'm going to bring him on right now. Enough about me and all my friends, but please vote for, um, there are several categories, and I have a ton of friends that have been nominated to uh, more than a memory. Um, Nicole Gates, I think she's up for like 30 different awards, so vote for her. Um, oh, my goodness, Dewan Hendricks, he's the social uh, entrepreneur activist Dewan is amazing when it comes to networking. And see, I didn't want to start calling names because I will forget someone, but please go and vote. You'll you'll recognize the name because they're very awesome in our community here in Memphis. Anyway, Terrell Taylor is here, so welcome to Lori McNary Live, Mr. Terrell Taylor. Hi, Miss McNary. <laughs> please call me Loretta because that's a tongue twister, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you could tell. You're right? supposed to call me Loretta. Otherwise, I'll have to do the Mr. Taylor thing, you know. Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, 
your bio that Phyllis sent me, um, my goodness, I'm just honored that you are here. And, of course, I, I've been on YouTube. I've been listening to your worship music. And let me tell you, a sister is impressed. I'm honored, and I am thanking God for you being obedient to share your talent with us. Uh, well, thank you so much. Um, I'm, I'm humbled, and I appreciate, you know, just uh, look, looking at all the things that God has blessed you to accomplish and, and do. That's uh, that's a very uh, huge statement, and I, I appreciate it. I really do, Loretta. You're, you're a blessing as well. Thank you for having me on your show today. <laughs> and I was listening to um, what he is good um, this yeah. morning as I was getting I was getting ready um, for the interview. He is good. The live experience that um, Phyllis actually sent sent it to me, and I was trying to figure out how to get it on the Blog Talk Radio um, thingy <laughs> so I could play it for people. But then I thought, hey, they can listen to that. They can purchase the CD because it came out yesterday, right? August seventh was your. Um, delivery nationwide date, right? Yes, actually, today is the seventh, so it, it came out. Uh, today is the seventh. Yeah, today. Okay, I'm so far ahead of time. I promise you, I need to slow down. Yeah, today oh. is your debut. Yeah. Yes, and I'm debuting with Loretta, so it's it's awesome. Yeah, it, it's uh, available <laughs> on Amazon.com. Um, it's available on iTunes. You still search Terrell Taylor. Make sure you, you know, you search for all of the CDs. I've got about four or five CDs on there, and then uh, it's available through my website. TerrellTaylor.com as well. Yeah, because we definitely want to make sure we send people to your website because they can find all your music theory. Um, I searched on YouTube after I'd gotten the um, music from Phyllis and I saw all these other amazing songs out there. So I want to encourage people to go to TerrellTaylor.com and just look you up because you're so modest and you're not going to tell half the story. I know that, so we'll have to just kind of drag information. But I do want to tell people that um, (laughs) one of the things I love about your music is that it is culturally diverse and it's that contemporary gospel music, but it's that praise and worship that will get you I mean, it'll get you so close to the presence of God that it's unbelievable. you got to do something yourself. But this music will definitely um, be a leading factor in you getting into God's presence and just, you know, feeling good, feeling down, feeling sad, feeling a little discouraged, or just feeling happy, happy, happy. This music, you got music for all of that. Wow. You, and you, you hit it. You said it, um, uh, Loretta. You said you know, it's culturally diverse, and, and I've really been blessed. Uh, you know, I was born and raised uh, in Reno, Nevada. Most people hear about Las Vegas, but there is other cities in Nevada, everybody, you know. <laughs> and um, I'm from, um, I'm from. they call it the biggest little city in the world, Reno, Nevada. And, and you know, my father is a pastor, my mom is a pastor, and so I was raised um, uh, in the Church of God in Christ for the first 12 years of my life, and then God... Uh, uh, moved my dad on to pastor some Baptist churches, and now he pastors a non-denominational church. But what that did for me was allow me to experience, you know, cross denominations. And and uh, and I went to O.R. Roberts University after um, I obtained my music degree in Nevada, and and I was exposed to even many more denominations and cultures. People from all over the world were at O.R. Roberts University, and and being raised in Reno, I was raised predominantly. Uh, I think the black population at that time was maybe two to three percent of about two hundred thousand people. So 
I had an opportunity to really, um, you know, make sure that I can communicate cross-culturally. I was the first black student body president of my high school, you know, and and so God has just used me and gifted me. I've served uh, in churches from the size of 50 members to 5,000 members, and many of those churches I've I've been and have been uh, cross-cultural or even all black or all white, you know, so my music carries that, and and really that's my goal is to – to allow people to, you know, experience something perhaps that they, they're not quite used to experiencing if they've only been, you know, into a certain kind of music or a certain denomination or around a certain race mm-hmm. of people, you know. God is the, he's the greatest artist there there is. He creates colors. He creates, you know, sound. He creates uh, beauty that, that is, uh, you know, it's when you embrace diversity, you become so much more well-rounded and, and you're able to just love more people that, you know, that might not always look like you or sound like you. Exactly. And I think that prepares us for heaven. I think there's nothing, mm. no greater way to prepare yourself for heaven than to be around people who on the outside don't look exactly like you look. Um, because I'm going to, uh, tomorrow, I'm going to interview this guy, Ron Paul, and his story is one of God really transforming him, but the way he, what he used to transform Ron Hall, who was this antique art dealer, I mean, a wealthy white man, he comes mm-hmm. in contact with um, this black guy who was homeless at the time, and he was kind of very um, angry, and so their first meeting was, was, you know, it could have went wrong in so many ways, and now they're the best of friends, and Ron has truly become more of the man God created him because of this uh, meeting with Denver. So in saying all of that, when you get a chance to sit down and talk genuinely and authentically with someone of another race, another ethnicity, you find out who you really are. And you're more than just the five or six people in your community and your family because I think you really begin to look more and act more like Christ when you can accept people um, based on their your differences and not just your similarities which, again, your music, oh, my goodness, anybody can enjoy it. Even those who are those diehard, traditional, Christian, gospel-loving songs, you know, the old, old kind of songs that just make you want to thump your feet and clap your hands, your music, and this is so awesome. And I mean, not because you're on the phone and my saying this, because I, I got you on the show because Phil was recommended you, and I knew you were awesome, and I knew you already had a, fo- a huge following. But when I started listening to the words of the song and the melodies, I'm like, you know what? He is going, God's going to use him to transform this world. Oh, wow. 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 That, that, that blessing me. I don't know how to always, uh, <laughs> I just received compliments <laughs> and you know, I believe God is really speaking to and through you, and, and uh, I, I really appreciated that that you were captured like that. You know, that really was um, the goal of this project. Is you know that that live recording night was so so amazing, and you know I want to encourage the listeners and everyone out there that when God puts something, and you you know this, I'm I'm just you know I was on your website and looking at all of the things that God has blessed you to do, and looking at the faith for the next step. I love that title. I'm gonna to have to, I'm gonna to have to get that. And um, um, but 
about the faith for the next step. You know, when God puts a vision in you or he, he births something in you, um, it, it's he doesn't say it's going to be easy to bring it about. You know, my, my wife, my beautiful wife has blessed me with three beautiful big head boys, you know. The last one was a little <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we have a 14-year-old, 11-year-old, and two-and-a-half-year-old. My and, and all of them were big, but my eleven, uh, my two-and-a-half-year-old weighed 11 pounds six ounces. You know, and um, yeah. So can you imagine? You know, my wife. She's the, the my greatest heroine there is. So, um, but when God puts something in you, you know, you got to birth it, you got to carry it, you got to nourish it, just like a, a child, you know, a baby. And 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 when you're getting ready to birth it, it's not without any pain or or sometimes complications. You know, my son. Uh, uh, he had a um, his blood sugar levels were very high, and so they had to put him in uh, NICU, you know, uh, infant ICU, and it was, you know, it stopped funny. I mean, he was fine, but the funny thing is, he was 11 pounds six ounces, and there was babies in there like two pounds and <laughs> three pounds. Yeah, he was like, like a, a big quarterback in there, right? Because I've been to NICU before, and yeah. the babies were like average, like six pounds or whatever, like a normal baby. <laughs> and then you have a little right. two pounds. So I can only imagine an 11.6 pounder in there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. We were like, what is he doing in here again? You know, but. But I just share that to tell and, and encourage the listeners that, you know, this project, it it, it wasn't easy to birth, you know. Um, uh, again, God began to give me songs over the years. Uh, one of the songs that uh, I feature on the project was actually on an Azusa Prakes project uh, released several years ago, early 2000, by uh, Carlton Pearson. I was I was with uh, him, and, and during that time we released Azusa Praise, which really – was a blessing, you know, to to many many people. If you remember the Zuzas back then, um, uh, but uh, anyway, so I have songs in there that God has given me over the years, and and as I begin to prepare and write and and produce, uh, you know, it's it just it took a lot of time and energy and focus and effort, and even the night of the recording, Loretta, uh, the whole um, you know we rented a, a, a high quality HD truck, you know, Pro Tools, all this technical stuff and the computer crashed right before oh, wow. we get ready to record. Yeah, and I was like, Ooh. Okay, I cannot panic <laughs> You know, we have five hundred people here and we've got all, you know, live band and horns and instruments and a choir and praise team and I just we just started praying, you know, and I was like, you know, the the enemy will, will try to discourage and, and stop but but you just gotta keep moving forward and, and they, they figured it out. By the by, the power of the Holy Ghost, you know. Amen. Wow. All of that is just a test, a part of the testimony for this um, CD because of where it's going to go. Because when I was reading about your first big project, you know, your internationally distributed Azusa Praise um, still displaced on, and I was feeling that God was saying because you said yes to that you know, those years ago, then God has opened up these international doors for you today. And mm. just because, you know what, people are so hungry not only to hear the success stories, the stories of wealth and um, having it going on, people are so hungry right now for us to be transparent and vulnerable mm. and sharing our stories of, you know, on those days when it didn't all go right, on those days when I really wanted to quit that, I mean, I was so close to saying, Lord, I can't do this, 
And then later on, in a you know, a few hours later, God said to my he said, you know, hey, Terrell, when I listen to that song, your uh, new song, um, let's just say one that's on the embrace of, entrance of the king, it really moved me into a place of um, seeing and hearing God like I never have before. But if you had given up Terrell, just think none of those testimonies will be birthed. You won't hear about half of, not even a third of the testimonies that will come out of this project from listening to this project. But just keep on telling, you know, because most people don't want, don't want to tell you, hey, you know, the sound went out. We had this elaborate thing. People want you to think everything was just smooth sailing. I'm Terrell Taylor. <laughs> Nothing can stop me. You know, I'm more than a conqueror. I'm the head and not the tail. You know, that's true, too, baby. So let me tell you, to be how do you know if you're the head and not the tail? You ain't went through anything. Wow. Woo. You better preach, sister. Come on. Woo. Now, I'm just trying to tell people, you got to hang in here because it gets tough for me sometimes. And I've been doing this, you know, going into my sixth year, and there have been many, many times that I wanted to quit. And I just like to tell people, you know, now I'm going to share my success. I'm nominated. I'm going to be a ring. You know, I've gone here and I've gone there. But i got to tell you, sister, it was hard. It was hard. I mean, I spent more time on my face since I've had this show getting closer to God than ever before in my life. Oh wow, wow, that is beautiful. Yeah, I was looking at you. You've been 15 years in the uh, broadcasting industry. Yeah, right. without even yeah. a degree in the area. You know, I was just wow. the business um, management, business business administration. That was going to be my major. And so this is all God. This is the talent He gave me. This is the call on my life. I don't have people mm-hmm. that I can call up and say, "Hey, Oprah, can you talk to me and tell me what you what happens when you when this happens?" So it's all been mm-hmm. me leaning and depending on God. Holy wow! I can't even see where I'm going. I see the vision, but most of the time I'm walking I'm walking by faith, not by sight. Wow! Wow! I appreciate you sharing that. That that. That's so true. It's so encouraging to hear, you know, your testimony as well, and 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 I'm I'm sure the testimonies of, of many all of us. I don't think there's one person walking around that didn't have to face a, a dark day or or a trying time or season of their life, you know. Um, and and that's one thing about it. Even our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, you know, he had he had it to his desert experience, you know, where he was tested and and tried and. And uh, even after he came out empowered by the Holy Spirit to do great things, there were still challenges and, and things that he had to face in his ministry. So, you know, if if, if our teacher and rabbi and, and our Lord and Savior had to, to, to um, you know, be faced and challenged with things, how much more of us, his children, and those who are following in his ways, you know. But like you said, I love what you said, you know, we how can we be the head if we never felt like a tail or, or you know how, how <laughs> yeah you know what that what's it feel like how can you really be proud to say that so I want to yeah. talk about some of your songs because um, I know okay. you're also a songwriter yeah and so when um, I mean, one of the songs is in the blood of the lamb when you bring you talk about the sacrifice of Jesus to the forefront mm-hmm. of our hearts and minds what what place were you in to to write a song. In the blood of the lamb. Wow, that's a great question. You know, I, I am. I'm also a, a, a theologian. I've, I've gone to seminary. I, I preach as well. And and I remember writing a uh, 
a sermon on the, the blood of Jesus and really talking about the different aspects that his blood is, is provided for us. You know, the atoning, it's the atoning sacrifice. It, it atones for our sins. It cleanses us. It it uh, it justifies us and, and on and on. So I had written that sermon series years ago, and, and I began to just think about, you know, I write songs and seasons, and, and I was thinking about, wow, you know, Lord, we, we need to have more songs that, that talk about the blood like Andre Crouch used to write, and you know, and some of the wonderful mm-hmm. hymns, Oh, the Blood of Jesus, that we still sing in communion time. So I said, I want to write a modern-day hymn. You know, not so much that sounds like like a hymn people associate hymns with, but a modern day anthem that that's easy to sing. The melody is pretty, but, but they get the context of the song. You know, um, and in that song, I'm talking about the blood of Jesus. How you know, uh, there's power in the blood, there's healing in the blood, there's forgiveness in the blood, and, and and it's a very simple song, but a very powerful song. And I just really wrote that to remind people. You know, uh, of our foundation, we wouldn't be here talking right now, Loretta, if it wasn't for the blood of Jesus. Amen. You know, and and, and I wouldn't be writing songs, and you wouldn't be traveling and meeting Denzel Washington. I hope my my picture gets on there with you. <laughs> I know. Did you know that he wanted to be a minister, and he's even saying maybe soon or after his career, he 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 really loves God that much. He also grew up in Church of God in Christ. And he had given like two million billion dollars to to have a church built in Los Angeles. Didn't know Washington. We people don't get to see that spiritual side of him. But how can you be that great without the spiritual side? Number one. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So I just thought I'd throw that in too. He too wants <laughs> uh, wants to be a minister of the gospel, and he wow. does it in his own way. His feet, his yeah. work speaks through that. Yes, yeah. it sure does. It yeah. sure does. <laughs> So that's why I wrote that song, Loretta. Yeah. But I, I, so tell me about know, this. And, and this is another wonderful title that ministers just by the title of the song. I can only imagine hearing the song in its entirety. And that one is His Promises Are Yes and Amen. Tell me about wow. that. Oh, yeah. You know, that. As a songwriter, uh, you know, we all approach writing in different ways. But for me, you know, I've created a discipline over the years. um, And I don't want to make this too long, but I really want people to understand, you know, that disciplines when you it's okay to have a desire but you've got to take it to the next level when you have a desire to do something it has to turn into a discipline and then that discipline becomes a delight you know after a while if it's your your whether it's physical or or spiritual or you got goals you know it's it's you got to go past that step of just having a desire so over the years i've developed disciplines of reading my word and praying and and like for example today is the seventh so uh, I will read Psalm 7, and uh, and then I'll read Psalm 37, and I'll keep adding 30, like 7, 37, 67, 97, until I've read five Psalms. Yeah, and, and that way you get through the whole book of Psalms in one month. So that's a discipline that I have, and I'll pray them. Sometimes I'll sit down at the piano and just sing the Psalms to the Lord, and, and a lot of my songs come from those experiences and those times with God. And then, uh, but for example, this song, came actually in a choir rehearsal. I was uh, leading choir rehearsal, and, 
And um, before I begin rehearsal, I just have a time of worship and free flow and praise, and you know, before we get to the technical things. And, and this song just began uh, in my spirit. I just started playing, and God gave me the words and the melody right there. His promises are yes and amen. And it just goes, you know, his promises are yes and amen. He is faithful and true to what he said he would do. His promises are yes and amen. And that's, you know, really the whole song and so we get kind of to the end, and it gets a little bit more declarative. But, uh, yeah, yeah, Loretta, that came really on the spot. And, and, of course, I had to go and develop it a little bit more in my own time. But, but that's how that song, and it really, it, when it came to me, it was reminding me, hallelujah, of, of what he had promised me. He said, Terrell, I'm going to wow. take you to the nations. I'm going to use you. And, and, uh, and and so when I was began to sing that, it was reminding me of what God had already said. And really that song has carried me through a whole lot. <laughs> oh, yeah. my goodness. I felt like you were singing it for me today. Um, yesterday mm. was kind of tough. You know, God has all this stuff for you. He has to purge us and cleanse us. And um, that doesn't feel good all the time. And he has to show mm. us some stuff that's not really of him, that is just us. And you get in that place where you just started second guessing everything. Then, but when God promises something, there that's it. There, there's no I'm not gonna do it because you did this, or I changed my mind, or um, you negated it, my promise. We can't negate God's promise. We can delay it. I believe that. But when He says something, when He says it, is yes, and is amen, which means it is so. It, 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 it can't so. be no. <laughs> it cannot no. be no. <laughs> That's right. You know. You said it. I'm just, you know, I'm just in the amen corner. Um, and then when you sung it, you had to sing that song. I want. I like to. Sometimes when I'm interviewing, I want to ask people to sing, but I understand. You know, some people are not ready, and some can, and I don't want to hear excuses because if I could sing, honey, you would be asking me to shut up. But when you sung that song throughout, that was for Loretta. And for a lot more people who were here in this interview, either live or in the archives, I was trying to hold back the tears because I can't finish this interview if I'm crying. But that's that's true. And, that, and nothing else needs to be said about it. His promises are yes and amen. Mm, hallelujah. Mm. Words, he will do all that he's purposed in your life and in my life and the life of the the listeners, he will do what he's purposed to do in our lives. And whew, what a powerful statement you, you made. Sometimes we can delay it, but that doesn't mean it's denied. Mm-hmm. That's right. He doesn't deny his promises. I mean, he's he yes, mm-hmm. man, because, and, and I want people to say, well, I can just do what I want to know, because when you've got somebody that's in your corner, like God is in our corner, you want to please mm-hmm. him. So you're not going to go out there and you're not going to continue to mess up because you want to please our master, our father, our creator. You yeah. want to please him because he's done so much for us. You don't want to get out there and mess up. You won't purposely mess up. Things will happen. But you know what? It's no surprise 
It's supposed to hear me. <laughs> Ooh, okay, okay, okay. Now you got another song because you kind of um, said something about the nations, and and I you said this title of this song you wrote is "I See Nations." I want to know what what happened, or what was the what was going on with you that you 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 penned this song called "I See Nations." Wow, man, you asking me some wonderful questions. I'm so glad I get to share this because, um, you know, I, like I was sharing earlier, you know, I'm, I'm a real cross-cultural kind of cross-denominational person. And, and uh, when I was at Oral Roberts University, uh, I was uh, part of a traveling uh, music ministry team. And, uh, and so we would go on mission trips during the summers and sometimes on spring break and fall break. And uh, I was I was giving um, before that I had visited one other nation Honduras and when I made that trip outside the U.S. it just really changed my whole life and perspective and ever since that trip to Honduras I wanted to to travel more and uh, had another uh, another opportunity several years later with the traveling music team and we went to uh, Moscow Russia and. St. Petersburg, Russia. We went uh, all over the, you know, the U.S. of course, and then a few years later, after that, I was able to go to South Africa, and and so when I visit these other places and I see how, you know, uh, even though we don't speak the same languages, um, people identify with with music and they identify with with how you love them. You know, and when we were in Russia, I mean, they they came to the stage after our concerts and, and put flowers, and that was that was their way of showing us that they really embraced, you know, our music and our ministry. And uh, it, it just struck me, you know, I said, "Wow, God, you you've created all these people, and and you know, you're the Lord and you're the King." And, and you know, in one of my study times, I I had gone to um, Revelation 15 and 14, and that's what the song is based upon. And, and I'm going to read it. It says this, um, Revelation 15 and uh, 4. It says, uh, and I'm getting a little older. I should have some glasses. But no, it, it, it says, <laughs> <laughs> they uh, they held hearts given them by God and sang the song of Moses, the servant of God, and the song of the Lamb. Great and marvelous are your deeds, Lord Almighty. Just and true are your ways. King of the ages, who will not fear you, O Lord, and bring glory to your name. For you alone are holy. All nations will come and worship before you, for your righteous acts have been revealed. And that's where God birthed that song in me when I was reading that scripture, that all nations will come. And so I just began to write and, and hear the melody and, and the music. Um, uh, it it's kind of has a world beat kind of feel, and it's just really kind of uh, big and, and has that, that sound, you know, that, that, wow, these are the nations worshiping God, standing before his throne. He didn't die for black people alone. He didn't die for white people alone. He he died for Hispanics. He died for Russian. He died for Africans. He died for Asian. He died for us all. And, um, and, and we can sinners and believers, just and the unjust. Yes, the just <laughs> and the unjust. Hey, yeah, nations. You know? Yeah, you know, when he says stuff like that and you read Revelations, you, and, and people think that God's doing it. You know, we're God's um, agents in the earth. So in mm-hmm. order to reach the nations and for somebody to be able to see the nations physically and spiritually, guess what? you got to get in place. Yes. Wow. We gotta we gotta walk by faith. You gotta quit trying to see it. 
and see how to get there and how it's going to happen and how the money's going to come. Because that's God's job. <laughs> we don't we really got to do our part. Yes. And so if he, if he promised it, which is yes and amen, like we've already said, then that means all you got to do is believe it. And you can only receive to the level of your belief. Ooh. Not to the level of your seeing and the vision that God gave you. But you're going to only receive according to your level of belief. So if you don't believe that you're going to, you know, Israel or to Honduras or Russia or wherever, if you don't see that you're going to the next level in your business or that you're going to get married and have a very healthy, successful, God-fearing relationship or that you're going to have babies, and you got to quit saying, you may not birth the baby because I have a friend that I don't have it. I give you you. You have mothered and nursed so many babies, honey. Yes, you do. Oh, wow. You will start receiving when you start truly believing and not just saying it because it's cute and you were raised in the church. Mm. But anyway. <laughs> anyway, for those who just tuned in, I want to tell you about my guest very briefly, and then I guess I have a couple more minutes with him if he will allow me to go over the time. But, um, Terrell Taylor, he graduated with two degrees in music and theology. He is a musician who knows diversity and communicates his art by way of his heart, not the other way around. I love that. He is a modern ministerial and psalmist, anointed with the Holy Spirit to bring healing and restoration to many generations, and I'm going to add nations to that. When asked what he wants his listeners to give from his musical journey, Taylor says, I want the listener to experience what we experienced the night of the recording, joy, peace, and the presence of the Lord, which are the fruits of the Spirit manifested. That's mm. why I added that. <laughs> he goes on to explain from up-tempo songs declaring his goodness and kingship to the mid-tempo songs declaring his promises and healing, and then the slow-tempo songs asking for the glory of God to fill our lives, our homes, and our churches. He says it was an incredible night filled with a tangible, meaning that it was so much going on that you could actually touch the presence of the Lord. Mm. Ooh, I didn't like that. I just had lived that. That's all, you've got to go to his website. you got to check this guy out. This will not be the last time that you hear about him. I promise you that. I promise mm. you the world will know. The world will know, Terrell who Terrell Taylor is, who God says you are. Not who you, because you're not going to tell the whole story, but they're going to know who God says you are through your music and the life that you live. Mm. Wow. Wow. I received that. I received that. Wow. Oh, that's powerful. Yeah, your your ad living is wonderful. I love that about the street. I, I didn't even really connect that like that, but that's exactly yeah. We experienced his love, his joy, I mean his peace, his presence and and uh, it's it's interesting, uh, Reda, that uh, you know, there's so much that we had to cut and edit, you know, just to make it 14 tracks and fit on one CD mm-hmm. because 
there was times that we were in a song and and it just went on for 10, 15 minutes and we were just on our knees and on our faces and just crying out to God and and loving on him. And, you know, in recording situations, uh, uh, it can be very mechanical for some people, but I wanted this night to be, you know, hey, we had our agenda, we had the flows and the list of songs and different things, but I told my musicians, I told my singers, all of them, you know, because I'm a musician myself, uh, so I didn't play on this album, but, you know, I wrote all the music and, and, and I got guys who could really interpret the, the, the sound that I wanted. And um, and I told them, I said, hey, you know, we, we got an agenda, but flow with me. If, if I keep flowing and singing a song and we're there in that moment, you stay right there. You know, don't just go on yeah. to the next song. And so we experienced a lot of that. And one person laughed. He said, man, I've never been in a, a worship atmosphere like this ever in my life. And my life has been changed, you know. Well, I said, glory to God. That's what we're going for. Amen. Because if your own music can't change you, my goodness, how do you expect it to change somebody else? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That was a testimony right there. (laughs) (laughs) When you sit back and you look at your own story, if you not, because I'm in awe of my life, and I tell people all the time, if somebody else was telling me the stuff that God is doing in my life and how he consistently wows me and blows me away, I wouldn't believe it. Mm, wow! I would not believe like you. You gotta be lying because there's no yeah. way. You know, knowing everything else that I know about Loretta, mm. this should be happening to me. Wow. That's called grace, and I'm so glad that Mercy knows my name. Oh, but anyway, I'm talking about Terrell Taylor here. He is really bringing out some stuff to teach you. You know, you you, you prayed a prayer over this show. I know you did. And we're reaping the answers to those prayers right now. And I know that everybody who hears this broadcast, and I want people to tell everybody, not because of Loretta, because I could care less who knows my name and knows about this show, but because of the content that's on this show today, my prayer is that it will exceed any number, which I don't usually have a number, how many people I want to listen, but because of the truth and of the worship from our hearts and our souls through our words of talking and speaking glorifies God that other people will be encouraged and will be pointed to the cross. That's why I want you guys to share the link to this radio show today. Because I, I didn't expect it to go like this, you know, and I and I normally, you know, give God free will. I always give God free will. And sometimes I, I'm blessed today by this show. And and normally mm-hmm. I'm just doing it, you know, for other people, but it was something in it for me today, and I, and I thank God for it. And, Terrell, it was because of your, the prayer that you prayed and the songs that you wrote that have really blessed me, as not only as a uh, radio show host, but as a woman of God. Wow. Wow, Loretta, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm humbled. I really am. And, and uh, you know, it's... This is what it's all about. It's about God's agenda, which is his kingdom, his purpose. You know, it's about uh, his purpose in in our life. And, and, uh, you know, I was sharing this with a friend yesterday um, that uh, when John, when Jesus came uh, on the scene and John the Baptist was the forerunner, you know, he he was like, hey, Mm -hmm. we can only receive from heaven what God has given us to do, basically. That's my paraphrase, but that's what John was saying. And so if we as believers and Christians and people who love God can really get that in our spirit, listen, God has given us our portion, 
we can only do what he's given us to do, then we'll be able to embrace other people and their ministries and their giftings and their their, their talent. You know, it won't be this, hey, man, I, I, I've sold this many CDs or I'm who this is. I, no, it, none of that really matters because, see, God has given that portion to you. So you can't do mm-hmm. nothing but give God the glory. Amen. So exactly. that's how I <laughs> that's how I live my life, Loretta. And that's why it's easy for me to to just to live a life of of, of freedom and, and and embracing people and 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 celebrating others, their giftings and what God has done for them, and, and as well. And I love what you said. Hey, I, we got to celebrate ourselves, what God has done, you know, in our life, and be excited about what He's done in our life. Because sometimes I'm like, exactly. I'm, I'm so like, you. I'm like, Lord, what? You took this little. Oh, you went back freedom. on your own life, man. You should get excited. You you should yeah. you know that should get you in a place of worship and. Gratitude. Yeah. You should be the Bible that you read sometimes. <laughs> exactly. Right, right. So I, I appreciate. I mean, this has been an awesome show. And and I, one more thing, I want to say, I love what you you know God has blessed you to do to be a speaker and everything. And, and uh, I I do that as well. And you'll see that on my website. Um, I love to come to churches and do seminars and spend time with praise teams and choirs and musicians and just, you know, I've, I've been a full-time worship pastor for 15 years and now I do consulting and, and things. So uh, it's really my heart to, 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 you know, take my ministry to churches and conferences and things and, and, and you know, um, would love to continue doing that. So I wanted just to make mention because that's part of, of our calling is to, you know, empower. And I love that about what you're doing as well. You're empowering people. Yeah, we're supposed to make disciples. You know, we're supposed to be, we be disciples, become a disciple, and make other disciples. And I'm glad you mentioned that because, you know, I don't want people to, to smooth by that when they get caught up in, you know, your gifting and your talent. And that's what God gave you, but you also very skilled and experienced. Um, mm-hmm. So you're the music and fine arts consultant at the Bridge Church International. You're president of TNT Ministries Incorporated and founder of Upper Room Productions, which is a music production company. For those who are thinking about, you know, you want to do a CD or you know somebody who does, contact him. You should contact him for something because he's too gifted and talented for you to just say, oh, that was a great interview. You need to contact him because um, he's going to be a bridge to you somewhere that you're supposed to be going. Mm. And when you get sick, you call the doctor. So when you, <laughs> when you need some help with your ministry and your singing, then you need to call somebody who, who's already gone there that way or just call for encouragement if you two are on that same path. So we need to call each other and reach out and ask, hey, how do you do this? Or, hey, can you help me with this? Or, hey, Terrell, can you come see here? Will you do this? And, you know, you can, we got to be more obedient. There's too many things that God has asked us to do that we don't do, and then we wonder why we get stuck sometimes. But I'm going to let that go because we got one minute, Terrell Taylor. <laughs> You've been so kind, and you talked past the time that I asked for, and I, I thank you for being so gracious with your time. And I just ask, and I'm just going to thank God because I know I don't even want to waste a prayer and say I'm asking God to do anything else. I'm just going to thank God for what he's doing in your life and for the doors he's opening and um, the path that you will um, go through to um, just show people that this is what you do. This is how it goes. Wow. And just be grateful oh, for your for him creating you so long ago. Wow. And I'm not well, talking about your birth age. I'm talking about your creation age. Woo! 